the law school of America. Begging, also panhandling, is the practice of imploring others to grant a favor, often a gift of money, with little or no expectation of reciprocation. A person doing such is called a beggar or panhandler. Beggars may operate in public places such as transport routes, urban parks, and markets. Besides money, they may also ask for food, drink, cigarettes or other small items. Internet begging is the modern practice of asking people to give money to others via the internet, rather than in person. Internet begging may encompass requests for help meeting basic needs such as medical care and shelter, as well as requests for people to pay for vacations, school trips, and other things that the beggar wants but cannot comfortably afford. Beggars differ from religious mendicants in that some mendicants do not ask for money. Their subsistence is reciprocated by providing society with various forms of religious service, moral education, and preservation of culture. Legal Restrictions Begging has been restricted or prohibited at various times and for various reasons, typically revolving around a desire to preserve public order or to induce people to work rather than to beg. Various European poor laws prohibited or regulated begging from the Renaissance to modern times, with varying levels of effectiveness and enforcement. Similar laws were adopted by many developing countries. Aggressive panhandling has been specifically prohibited by law in various jurisdictions in the United States and Canada, typically defined as persistent or intimidating begging. United States. In parts of San Francisco, California, aggressive panhandling is prohibited. In May 2010, Police in the city of Boston started cracking down on panhandling in the streets downtown and were conducting an educational outreach to residents advising them not to give to panhandlers. The Boston police distinguished active solicitation, or aggressive panhandling, versus passive panhandling of which an example is opening doors at a store with a cup in hand but saying nothing. U.S. courts have repeatedly ruled that begging is protected by the First Amendment's free speech provisions. On August 14, 2013, the U.S. Court of Appeals struck down a Grand Rapids, Michigan anti-begging law on free speech grounds. An Arcata, California law banning panhandling within 20 feet of stores was struck down on similar grounds in 2012. Canada. The province of Ontario introduced its Safe Streets Act in 1999 to restrict specific kinds of begging, particularly certain narrowly defined cases of aggressive or abusive begging. In 2001 this law was upheld under the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. The law was further upheld by the Court of Appeal for Ontario in January 2007. One response to the anti-panhandling laws which were passed was the creation of the Ottawa Panhandlers Union which fights for the political rights of panhandlers. The union is a shop of the industrial workers of the world. British Columbia enacted its own Safe Streets Act in 2004 which resembles the Ontario law. There are also critics in that province who oppose such laws. China. Begging in China is illegal if coercing, decoying or utilizing others to beg, forcing others to beg, repeatedly tangling, or using other means of nuisance. Those cases are violations of Article 41 of the Public Security Administration Punishment Law of the People's Republic of China. For the first case, offenders would receive a detention between 10 days and 15 days, with an additional fine under RMB 1000. For the second case, it is punishable by a five-day detention or warning. According to Article 262-2 of the Criminal Law of the People's Republic of China, organizing disabled or children under 14 to beg is illegal and will be punished by up to seven years in prison, and fined. England and Wales. Begging is illegal under the Vagrancy Act of 1824.
however it does not carry a jail sentence and is not enforced in many cities, although since the act applies in all public places, it is enforced more frequently on public transport. Local authorities may issue public spaces protection orders for particular areas which makes begging subject to a fine. India. Begging is criminalized in cities such as Mumbai and Delhi as per the Bombay Prevention of Begging Act, VPBA, 1959. Under this law, officials of the Social Welfare Department assisted by the police, conduct raids to pick up beggars who they then try in special courts called beggar courts. If convicted, they are sent to certified institutions called beggar homes also known as Siwakutir for a period ranging from 1 to 10 years for detention, training and employment. The government of Delhi, besides criminalizing alms-seeking has also criminalized alms-giving on traffic signals to reduce the nuisance of begging and ensure the smooth flow of traffic. Ashraya the Karabhian and People's Union of Civil Liberties, PUCL have critiqued this act and advocated for its repeal. Section 2-1 of the BPBA broadly defines beggars as those individuals who directly solicit alms as well as those who have no visible means of subsistence and are found wandering around as beggars. Therefore, during the implementation of this law the homeless are often mistaken as beggars. Beggar homes, which are meant to provide vocational training, have been often found to have abysmal living conditions. Republic of Ireland. Passive begging is legal in the Republic of Ireland, but begging in an aggressive, intimidating or threatening manner is illegal, punishable by a fine. Guardi, police, can also direct people begging in certain areas to move on, for example, at an ATM, night safe, vending machine or shop entrance. It is also illegal to organize or direct someone else to beg, under the Criminal Justice, Public Order, Act 2011, punishable by a €200,000 fine or up to five years in prison. This law was adopted in response to organized begging by Romani gangs. Prior to this law, begging was outlawed by the Vagrancy, Ireland, Act 1847, adopted during the Great Famine. A 2007 High Court ruling said that it was too vague and incompatible with constitutional provisions allowing free speech and freedom to communicate. Now a word from our sponsor, the Law School of America. Use of Funds a 2002 study of 54 panhandlers in Toronto reported that of a median monthly income of $638 Canadian dollars, CAD, dash those interviewed spent a median of $200 on food and $192 on alcohol, tobacco and illegal drugs. The Fraser Institute criticized this study, citing problems with potential exclusion of lucrative forms of begging and the unreliability of reports from the panhandlers who were polled in the study. In North America, Panhandling money is widely reported to support substance abuse and other addictions. For example, outreach workers in downtown Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, surveyed that city's panhandling community and determined that approximately three quarters use some of the donated money to buy tobacco products, while two thirds buy solvents or alcohol. Vouchers. Because of concerns that people begging on the street may use the money to support alcohol or drug abuse. Some advise those wishing to give to beggars to give gift cards or vouchers for food or services, and not cash. Some shelters also offer business cards with information on the shelter's location and services, which can be given in lieu of cash. History Beggars have existed in human society since before the dawn of recorded history. Street begging has happened in most societies around the world, though its prevalence and exact form vary. Greece Ancient Greeks distinguished between the Panis, Greek, Pi Nu Eta Sigma, Active Poor, and the Tachos, Greek, Pi Tau Omega Chi Sigma, Passive Poor. The Panis was somebody with a job, only not enough to make a living, while the Tachos depended on others entirely. 
the working poor were accorded a higher social status. The New Testament contains several references to Jesus' status as the Savior of the Tachos, usually translated as the poor, considered the most wretched portion of society. In the rich man and Lazarus parable, Lazarus is called Tachos and presented as living in extreme poverty. Britain. A caveat or warning for common cursitors, vulgarly called vagabonds, was first published in 1566 by Thomas Harmon. From early modern England, another example is Robert Greene and his Coney Catching pamphlets, the titles of which included the defense of Coney Catching, in which he argued there were worse crimes to be found among reputable people. The Beggar's Opera is a ballad opera in three acts written in 1728 by John Gay. The Life and Adventures of Bamfylde Moore Carew was first published in 1745. There are similar writers for many European countries in the early modern period. According to Jackson J. Spielvogel, poverty was a highly visible problem in the 18th century, both in cities and in the countryside. Beggars in Bologna were estimated at 25% of the population, in Mainz, figures indicate that 30% of the people were beggars or prostitutes. In France and Britain by the end of the century, an estimated 10% of the people depended on charity or begging for their food. The British Poor Laws, dating from the Renaissance, placed various restrictions on begging. At various times, begging was restricted to the disabled. This system developed into the workhouse, a state-operated institution where those unable to obtain other employment were forced to work in often grim conditions in exchange for a small amount of food. The welfare state of the 20th century greatly reduced the number of beggars by directly providing for the basic necessities of the poor from state funds. India. Begging is an age-old social phenomenon in India. In the medieval and earlier times begging was considered to be an acceptable occupation which was embraced within the traditional social structure. This system of begging and almsgiving to mendicants and the poor is still widely practiced in India, with over 400,000 beggars in 2015. In contemporary India, beggars are often stigmatized as undeserving. People often believe that beggars are not destitute and instead call them professional beggars. There is a wide perception of begging scams. This view is refuted by grassroots research organizations such as Ashrayatakarapian, which claim that beggars and other homeless people are overwhelmingly destitute and vulnerable. Their studies indicate that 99% men and 97% women resort to beggary due to abject poverty, distress migration from rural villages and the unavailability of employment. China. After the establishment of the Ming Dynasty many farmers and unemployed laborers in Beijing were forced to beg to survive. Begging was especially difficult during Ming times due to high taxes that limited the disposable income of most individuals. Beijing's harsh winters were a difficult challenge for beggars. To avoid freezing to death, some beggars paid porters one copper coin to sleep in their warehouse for the night. Others turned to burying themselves in manure and eating arsenic to avoid the pain of the cold. Thousands of beggars died of poison and exposure to the elements every year. Begging was some people's primary occupation. A Qing dynasty source describes that professional beggars were not considered to be destitute, and as such were not allowed to receive government relief, such as food rations, clothing, and shelter. Beggars would often perform or train animals to perform to earn coins from passers-by. Although beggars were of low status in Ming, they were considered to have higher social standing over prostitutes, entertainers, runners, and soldiers. Some individuals capitalized on beggars and became beggar chiefs. Beggar chiefs provided security in the form of food for beggars and in return received a portion of beggars' daily earnings as tribute. Beggar chiefs would often lend out their surplus income back to beggars and charge interest, furthering their subjects' dependence on them to the point of near slavery. 
Although beggar chiefs could acquire significant wealth they were still looked upon as low-class citizens. The title of beggar chief was often passed through family lines and could stick with an individual through occupational changes. The Law School of America The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America